I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gesterson. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until six o'clock. We'll have Thursday Night Football for you, beginning at 6.30 on 100.7 the score. Chargers at the Raiders. Would love to hear your thoughts and your comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, DoubleT973.com. You can also access that through the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Red Raiders got a win last night. Yeah, Lady Raiders got one this afternoon. That's right. Good, uh... Good little 24 hours there. Maybe, what, 18 hours? Uh, yeah, that was good stuff. And the, the game last night was interesting in that, uh, you know, the it, it, it felt like, and, and Coach McCaslin talked about this. We may even have some audio. but And I, did, I didn't hear – I guess what I heard was the post-game radio interview. But he talked about how – Kerwin and those guys help spread the floor and create some offensive opportunities, but the uh, you know the defense is still the challenge. And uh, but they you know they it, it was a day where they dominated on the offensive rebound category. You know, like I, I wouldn't necessarily consider it a strength, but it was ridiculous. Yeah, twenty one of their forty eight rebounds were yeah. offensive I mean, boards. Awesome. Um, and uh, you know, just it was good. Ker- Kerwin did good in his first start, obviously, second game in a row in which he was, uh, you know, in in double figures, and it seemed like active defensively. And was coach Coach McCaslin was complimentary of his work, and then uh, you know Jennings was Jennings was on the floor and and involved, and you know he got yelled at a couple times for missing some defensive stuff and whatnot. But yeah, it, it's uh. You know, I'm sure the they're they're not going to get uh, anointed for that win last night. But it was, uh, you know, there were stretches in there where they played really well. They probably limped to the if if you're really going to worry about something, not worry about something, but point to a problem with that game last night. It might have been like in the last two minutes when, because because they were single digit turnovers, mm-hmm. and I think we're at like four turnovers going into the last couple minutes of the game, and then threw it to the other team like three times and and. Uh, or Roberts was a you know a rimming, rimming a couple of three pointers off from making that a one score you know three point game, but it all in all nice performance. Yeah, I mean th- this is not. I mean Oral Bob is four and five, right? Yeah. They're not some. This is not a quad one win. Nope, obviously, nope, nope. probably not even quad two. I haven't checked the net rankings, but um, I mean y- you did. Um, without Cambridge, right, and kind of your first showing without him, you you did to Oral Roberts essentially um, what Kansas State and A&M did earlier in the season, right? A&M beat them by eight points. Uh, K-State beat them by ten, but it was an overtime. That game was sent to uh, to overtime, and, and Tech won by six. And so, um, and, and, it, and it could have been a bit more if you hadn't been as sloppy right down there at the right, end. right. Um, so that's good, and you know what? You you also, um, you know, you you led the whole way essentially. You led at the half, um, and that was with Pop Isaac's two of twelve from the field. Yeah, Pop's best work was uh, he, he had a couple really nice drives early in the ball game, hit some free throws, and did some things. But yeah, it was another night in which his shooting was way way off, un- uncharacteristic. Um, but you know, like I said, Kerwin and some of those other guys were were filling it up in a way that uh, you know I, it's it's hard to believe, and I, I can't imagine the the right thing here. I mean, it, I'm sure it's about shot selection always. You know, just take one one pass and pump a three for Pop, but Pop also just going, hey, you don't shoot it for a while. You know, I don't I don't think that's an option either. Like if if he's going to go one for six, you got to think you got to ride it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's that's not an easy thing, but 
Because one of these days, he'll hopefully he goes five for six and carries you to a win. Uh, I should uh, update something. Today's actually Wednesday. It's not Thursday. And so we'll have <laughs> a Cowboys crosstalk for you at seven <laughs> on Double T 97.3. I wish that it was Thursday. Uh, it's not. It's Today's Wednesday. We'll, we'll also the, have high school fans on at, uh, at seven the, on 100.7, the score. Yeah, that Chargers game, I'm looking over there at it. The, uh, my uh, quarterback lost for the season there for the, the, the South Lubbock Seaman are uh, quarterbackless. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, so the Seaman had to, uh, I think I flipped it to uh, Russell Wilson, and away we go, headed into the playoffs with a quarterback with uh, on, the, on the IR and done for the year. That's unfortunate. Well, it's not, there's never a great time for a quarterback injury. I mean, yeah, you and I, of all people, ought to, we've dealt with this, right? Next man up. That's what I say. I've already given my uh, fantasy team a good uh, stern talking to, told them about the importance of this quarterfinal game ahead. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Go Seaman. A little <laughs> undermanned, though. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. My man Jefferson, my, my first overall draft pick, Gets a shot to the chest, and he, he goes out the other day. Get two points out of him, two points out of Herbert. Still slugging at the end of the day. Yeah, here we go. Playoff time, big boy. And you know what? Folks have been relegated. I know you appreciate the relegation stuff. I do appreciate about the relegation our league. stuff. Yeah. 100%. Two, two folks have uh, received notice. Formal ceremonies to take place in April, but relegation. So you, there is like a ceremony. Yeah. There, oh, yeah. It involves humiliation. <laughs> Are there like robes and stuff? No. Probably a lot of that. You remember that plastic, that big plastic bottle of tequila that I told you about that we drink oh, that you yeah. buy for like 10 bucks? Yeah, you get to partake of that thing. Losers get to deal with that headache the next morning. The literal throbbing headache that comes from... Awful tortilla. I mean, awful tequila. Which of these buttons actually turns this damn thing on? Oh, I got it. All right. There we go. Because there's high school state championships going right. on right now. Yeah, we got live sports. Um, we get this in the East Flooring Center chat line uh, from Tyler. Gus, do you, Tyler Seaman, by the way, um, oh, Gus, do you have any interesting information on the new baseball facility? Dabo would be proud. Um. I don't know what the Dabo thing means. Because um, he's his name's Tyler. Oh, I got it. Okay. Tyler. Got it, got it, got it. Tyler. Yes, you're right. Sorry. I I, I got lost in the baseball side of mm-hmm. that, and I was like, no, wait, why would Dabo care about the baseball? Um, I don't. I mean, we, we got to tour at the Letter Winners, that got to tour that on the, the, the Friday night of the reunion, which was in conjunction with the UCF game. Uh, you Lots of folks have seen the tweet today from Texas Tech Baseball. Uh, and I wouldn't even say tweet. I mean, it's a tweet, but it's a hype video, kind of a little two-minute deal. So if you haven't seen that, um, it's probably all over the social media channels. A beautiful facility. Um, you know, the, the young brothers, among others, are up there using it in the mornings while the other guys are at class. And uh, they've already got all the spin rates and all the doodad cameras and all that kind of. More tech talk next. Podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can access that at double T 973.com. Uh, this on the chat line, uh, your fantasy name, fantasy team name is Seaman. Wow. Gus laughing emoji. You know, like, yeah, like Navy, Naval Seaman. S E A M N E N. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you, 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 you're a, People don't know this about you, Gus, but you're actually like a a gigantic naval history buff. Oh, um, how many times have you seen Master and Commander? I've Far got as, a, like fourteen. Red October, yes. Hey, I've got a uh, stepfather, my mom's husband, who is one hundred percent the legitimate. That's where you get it from? Thing. No, well, no, he's he's the real thing you're talking about. He's the real. 
he he's got some 1890s shit. He's the real semen aficionado. Yes, he is. He is. What you're saying. Yeah. My yeah, my team. I even put a little logo, the little the little splashy three drops, or the logo on my on my uh, fantasy team helmet. I mean, it's because the water, operate. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, the water splashing. Yes, go semen. Uh, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line, Gus. I pulled a Richard move in my fantasy league. The guy that I'm playing in the first round has Herbert and no backup. He apparently forgot to put in a waiver claim for another quarterback. Uh, so this morning, I picked up the four best yep. available quarterbacks to good sit move. on my bench this week. It's good move. If you can do that, if your rosters are big enough, that's a really good move. I mean, that's just kneecapping the dude. Mm-hmm. Now nah, he's yeah, that's 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 uh, taking advantage of his neglect. Uh, Texas Tech with some uh, some news yeah. over the last uh, you know day or so. Uh, earlier today, they picked up a commitment from an offensive lineman. I know there's been a lot of uh, clamoring for that on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Um, Vinny Scurry, I think that's how you say his last name, S-C-I-U-R-Y. He is a six foot three, 305-pound junior offensive lineman that played at Toledo. And Toledo, as we've said this season, the class of the MAC. So he was a starting alignment on a pretty good uh, Mid-American Conference team. Pro Football Focus loves him. They think he was one of the best uh, pass blockers in the country this year. Um, he is, according to Rivals.com, the 108th ranked portal prospect in this class, regardless of position. And uh, that's a big that's a big win. That's probably one of your starting guards next year. Mm-hmm. That's... Uh addressing a key need and then you also snagged a uh, a receiver from florida caleb douglas uh who committed this afternoon as well yeah 21 catches over the last two years for 383 and a couple of touchdowns described as extremely athletic i'm sorry about i may not be right about the touchdowns but 21 for 283 uh, I do like the extremely athletic part. Yeah, so he's from Texas. I mean, he's from Missouri City, which is in the Houston area, uh, with the Hightower High School. And uh, he played, I think, eight games as a true freshman. And then this past season, he was expected to kind of be uh, kind of a centerpiece of the offense or at least have a, a much more significant involved role and he started the first five games, but then he suffered an injury that ended his season. So the the, the stats are not going to uh, blow you away. Um, if if he's healthy, I think he can help you. I don't know that this is your leading receiver next year, um, but you have someone that's coming back to Texas, right? Yep. Um, you have someone with multiple years of eligibility left, and uh, this is a piece that will help you this year and next year and maybe even the year after that. Well, and we think about one of the uh... – aspects of recruiting or working the portal that coach mcguire talked about maybe from day one um which was texas kids that go away and you know for whatever reason it doesn't work out or doesn't work as quickly as they wanted to or whatever and they want to come back to the state we want to be that team of choice sure. that school of choice in the state and this is a uh, good example of that and back to the offensive lineman too people might kind of roll their eyes at toledo he, he chose Tech over a group of finalists that uh, also included Ole Miss and Auburn. So, um, you know, you, you beat out two SEC programs uh, for him. You beat out more specifically Lane Kiffin and Hugh Freeze for this prospect. So this was someone that was coveted. Not a guarantee that he's going to, you know, be a great player for you. Um, but I would not get too caught up in where he uh, – where he came from because as he is right now he was wanted by two sec programs that is always yeah. a, a nice sign um this on the yates flooring center chat line uh from tyler uh you have three drops of what on your helmet gus well it's just the 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 splashing of the of the sea 
this on the chat line. Uh, did y'all mention Josh Kelly? We have not mentioned Josh Kelly yet. That's the uh, Washington State receiver uh, that's in the portal and uh, I think is visiting is visiting tech. Um, the FTF is being demolished today. Oh, really? How about that? Yeah, there's a video that Tech uh, posted on the socials earlier today, and they had a big old wrecking ball or a big old claw. Yeah, what? Claw? It's not a claw Windows. machine. That's the. Yeah, that yeah. that's very helpful. But what's it called? <laughs> this this thing right here. There you go, like that, and then you. It's not a bulldozer. Yeah, right. It's close enough. It's, it's not a piece of heavy equipment. Just chomping into the side of the building. It. it uh, it is amazing to see, of course, that, that aggressive timeline is underway. When you think about, hey, see all of that stuff over there? Got to be done by Labor Day. Labor Day. Uh, Excavator. There you go. Yeah. They've got a plan for that. And, uh, you know, it, it involved a pretty aggressive uh, schedule of, of moving stuff out. I bet, I bet those guys are, uh, you know, after that UCF game, I bet the equipment people and just, all, all of those folks. Because think about it. You had one group of coaches going up into the suites on the west side for a few months. So their crap had to go up there. And then the equipment folks and the football people and probably what all of that have to go. Weight, weight room equipment stuff had to be probably hauled off to a warehouse or something. I mean, can you imagine? You know, we... I groused around a couple Sundays ago about driving to Midland and getting my daughter's stuff out of out of a single bedroom, <laughs> you know, like the the dresser and the little thing and you know and the bed and and this the amount the amount of crap that they had to move over either into the permanent or to the new to the visitors locker room this year, which is our football facility for the next eight months, to the west side of the stadium, or probably uh, to offsite storage for the time being, uh, massive project and uh they're getting after it and can't wait to uh see that finished product man you know like uh you know how they have those like uh, destruction rooms where you can go in and break stuff like you pay a yeah, fee yeah. you can just break a whole bunch of crap mm -hmm. they should have that but for like construction equipment mm -hmm. like hey go drive this excavator go you know mess around with this front end loader or this bulldozer yep it's a million-dollar idea for somebody. There you go. Uh, more Tech Talk next. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today. Until 6 o'clock, we'll have the Dallas Cowboys Crosstalk program on at 7 for you here on Double T 97.3. Uh, are you familiar with Tyler Johnson, Gus? He is a, uh, he was in the portal. He committed to Colorado. He's an offensive lineman uh, from the University of Houston. Okay. And uh, I find this interesting. The, uh, the Buffaloes are slated to play in Lubbock next year, which means that Tyler Johnson will have played in <laughs> Lubbock three consecutive years. Yeah, that's uh, it's hard to do. Hard to. I mean, that guy, I hope he likes like fried cheese and stuff, because otherwise. <laughs> it's hard to do that in college. End up. Um. So the uh, we t we briefly teased this yesterday, but there was a ruling today uh, in West Virginia. A, a U.S. District Judge John Preston Bailey uh, issued an order, a 14-day temporary restraining order against the NCAA that prevents the NCAA from enforcing um, its rule against second-time transfers. And there will be another uh, hearing on this on December 27th. But until then, if if you are waiting on a waiver, you can play. 
and uh, this was all largely the result of uh, West Virginia's basketball uh, member, Raekwon Battle. He transferred this season from Montana State uh, after previously playing at Washington, and uh, the Mountaineers had been waiting for a waiver for Battle. They were growing frustrated, and so the Attorney General of, uh, of West Virginia, who apparently has something better to do, uh, found six other states to file a lawsuit. And while I'm not sitting here, Gus, you know, mad that Raekwon Battle and other players like him will get to play, that's fine. I mean, it, does, it doesn't matter to me one bit. Right. Um, we, we are We are just seeing more and more of the NCAA picked apart by the courts. What's left, right? Like, now you can pay them. The, the next program that gets dinged for, you know, inducements with NIL and using it for recruiting will be the first. Uh, with the transfer portal, the next program that gets dinged for tampering will be the first. Now they're um, b- backing down from this transfer portal or this, uh, this second transfer rule. Like... Should uh, should should Texas file suit against the NCAA because we think that uh, Hutchings and Bradford should get another year of eligibility? <laughs> like what? Yeah. Hey, it's not fair. Hey, man, some some of us were on a seven year plan. Why can't they be on a seven year plan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Like, well, there's a one guy at Harvard or somewhere or has been at Harvard. I think there's an eight year guy, eight year guy playing somewhere. Maybe wow. part of his time was at Harvard. That's pretty impressive at a real Ivy. Um, you know, it's like, it, it just seems like they're getting uh, cut to pieces, you know, one by one. And if there isn't some sort of congressional or federal, maybe I should say, action, um, you know, th- this thing could just kind of fall apart. Not, not by some kind of dramatic action, but just by, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts, or in this case, death by a thousand court rulings. Yeah. And it, and it it's, it's interesting because, you know, all of this comes back to the thing we've talked about. And the reality of it here is that, you know, this organization, the, the rules are made from the people within the organization, which are the member institutions, you know, so including West Virginia, right? Um, yeah. So like within the within their own organization the the settlement process isn't um you know isn't isn't really agreed upon. You know, and and with regard to the second transfer rule, the the second transfer thing that the loophole there has been some sort of mental anguish or whatever which can be yeah. loosely give, defined give me a bleep as and break. a yeah. coach yeah, a coach and change or something. And like the classic example of that is Jalen Tyson, um, um, keep from Texas to here, you know, still what, just a year or two into his eligibility coaching change last year. And, uh, here coach Adams out and he portals to Cal and was initially denied through, I don't know, maybe three weeks later was, was let in, I think, you know, through the language associated with the coaching change and all the angst surrounding that and all whatever they let him in and, you know, or let him play. And so it's, uh, you know, it's, it really is it, 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 the, the, the ones that are getting denied, like just aren't, aren't, aren't exploring the loophole enough, you know, aren't, aren't playing it because you can claim some mental anguish on just about everything. I mean, what what's is someone to sue now because they want to be able to transfer teams during the season? <laughs> yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. or what about eligibility? Like, there's just th- this is a cheap pop for any state politician, right? Like, didn't the governor of Florida or some sort of Florida government officials, you know, they're they're saber rattling about the college football playoff in mm-hmm. Florida State. This happened in West Virginia because a, a player for the Mountaineers wasn't able to play. Uh, you had, uh, you know, the, the Tennessee Attorney General, 
you know, making some noise about some Tennessee sanctions that didn't end up uh, coming down. There was thought to be some stuff like that in Virginia for James Madison about bowl eligibility, but they ended up losing a game, and so they kind of lost some steam. It just seems like didn't the didn't the North Carolina governor get involved in probably. the uh, the receiver? Yeah. Wasn't that something we talked probably. about? That, yeah, that, that was months ago, so I've kind of forgotten. Yeah. You're right. This, this and so, like, no matter what party you know we're talking about here, this is a cheap pop for those politicians. It's nothing for them. What the hell was that? <laughs> Clint, jeez, uh, don't worry, there. we're just doing a radio show over here. There, <laughs> um, it's nothing for them to send a letter or or file oh, yeah. some you know idiotic lawsuit, and then s- somehow let the press know that they're out there looking for, yeah, them. looking. They've got the back jeez. of old state U over there. Yeah, I mean, you've got all kinds of problems in West Virginia, but by God, let's let's move Raekwon Battle to the front of the line. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from LBK Realtor, who says, I've actually heard of a place in Los Angeles that does exactly that. You get to pay money to drive excavators or steamrollers or other heavy equipment in a giant sandbox where you get to smash cars, building pieces, etc. Wow, man. How about that? Right up your alley, dude. More Tech Talk next. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Gus, I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until... Six o'clock. We'd love to hear what you have to say on the H Flooring Center chat line at double t ninety seven three Somebody asked, "This is it National Signing Day next Wednesday?" Yes, uh, that is the start of the early signing period uh, next Wednesday. Uh, that has, uh, over the last few years, emerged as the de facto signing day. There will still be some prospects that sign late in February, but this is essentially the day where. 85 to 95% of all, um, you know, power five prospects at least will sign their letters of intent. We're, we're expecting Micah Hudson, for example, to sign mm-hmm. uh, a week from today. So yes, that is, uh, that is happening. And at that point we're talking about when we say sign, we mean the actual paper that gets sent in to they do that. Now we're not, we don't have the webcam sitting on the fax machine anymore. Is that a, uh, the uh you think they use the I don't know what the process auto, you know is the little yeah. electric sign things or you maybe they can uh, take a to it and take a photo of it and text it in or get it you know get an email or something in yeah i mean cuz and a pdf or whatever cuz i'm sure that there will be some kind of electronic system that will be way more convenient for mm-hmm. both parties but those don't really lend themselves to like dramatic ceremonies, right? Like mm-hmm. it's one thing to sit down and like sign something with a flourish, you know, sure. you know, grab the pen. There's some suspense. It's another thing to just like, okay, beep. Yeah, we're done here. Right. So don't type Let's in go your to names. <laughs> the, the, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, and it was what, it was probably in the time that you were deep into recruiting the, the webcam that would just sit there on the fax oh, machine sure. at, fill in the blank oh yeah states football office and just everybody could just sit there and watch breathlessly as another fax came in uh this in the yates how, floor. Did, how did we not think to uh like send a fax like so let's say texas a&m had their webcam there with the you know recruit information how did we you and me whoever not think to go Oh, hang on. Let me let me no, go. Let that. me go. Xerox my butt cheeks and fax them to that deal. Shows it show it shows up on the anim. Oh, hey, that's Gus. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, some some enterprising tech fans did that in I think 2012. Nice or 2013. Uh, they uh, not to A and M, but they they faxed multiple copies of the 50 yard line menu to Cincinnati. <laughs> Oh, when Tubbs oh, is still nice. there. Nice. There yeah. we go. I love it. There we go. Perfect. 
and then got to watch it on the webcam. This on the chat line. Uh, Colorado aren't actually buffaloes. They're bison. Okay. Yep. Uh, at Baseball Hall, Cooperstown, tweeted a uh, photo of their uh, Autumn Glory exhibit, which is basically a great big display case full of Rangers gear celebrating their world championship. So, again, if you're on Twitter or X or whatever, college baseball, excuse me, not college baseball, <laughs> baseball hall, you can go check that out. But it's uh, for the uh, long, famished Texas Ranger fan. It's kind of a cool thing to see. You know, lots of helmets and jerseys and such worn by the players involved. Yeah, cool. I mean, you, it's it's kind of the to the victor goes the, the spoils, and you get the you get the boys from Cooperstown in your locker room going up. We'd like his jersey and that bat and the, the ball shopping. and the yeah and and uh, and the gear and all the things. So very cool. Love to get your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double t ninety seven three dot com. Uh, Raiders dad says, I think the menu of the 50 yard line place was sent to Cincinnati. Yeah. That's what I said, right? Mm-hmm. You did. I, yeah. I realized I said it was Thursday earlier, so I'm, I'm really <laughs> doubting myself. So I was legitimately curious if I had messed that up somehow. Um, have you, have you seen the latest controversy surrounding LeBron James? No, I have not. So, uh, he his son Bronny James plays for USC. Right, mm-hmm. had a bit of a health scare, has been cleared to play, uh, made his debut, um, you know, a few days ago against Long Beach State, and uh, LeBron, you know, attended the game like any like any other father. Um, he's a little bit more famous than most fathers, and so he, which apparently he he's done this before at other games that Bronny has played in, I guess in high school, et cetera. He walked in during the national anthem, right? Mm. Apparently to avoid, you know, a scene, to avoid being, you know, mobbed by people, whatever. Just And uh, some people are very mad. Because of the timing of it. Right. Yeah, sure. Well. Yeah. Not not a good look. Uh, I wonder if the folks that are super mad about this online, I wonder how many times that they play the national anthem at their homes during the day since it's clearly so very, very important. You know? Yep. Yep. Every once in a while you'll get a you'll get a hat left on in the sure. stadium or whatever. Yep. Because, like, if, if the rule is, if the rule is, hey, if it's playing, you can't move, right? Um, then we need to talk about when it's being played at Jones Stadium, how, like, if you hear it, do you have to stop? Oh, because yeah. there are tons Kinda, of people sure. outside the stadium yep. you know, that are milling about. It's, it's funny you say that because it's been a while, but um, I, in a smaller venue, like, the baseball stadium, Danlaw Field, Rip Griffin Park. That one is one where, like, for me, it's sort of like in the gate, you know, like in the gate, but I won't go up the stairs. And you'll see a lot of people that'll just sort of stop in place. But, like, if you're out walking on the sidewalk up to the thing, and most of the time I'm in broadcasting, but there'll be like the one or two, you know, maybe a basketball, baseball conflict or whatever. And it, it, it sort of hits me like, I would do this. So I think certainly it's okay. I'm a broadcaster. Yeah, no, no, no. This is where I'm just going to my seat. But that that I'll you know that will be inside the gate. But it's like if you're if you're outside on the sidewalk walking up. I mean, do you stop? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the because there's there actually is some protocol for this, and most of it's uh, just respectful protocol. I think like you're not gonna have people tackling you if you're if you're not stopped over there on the Coliseum grounds because you think you hear the anthem playing off in the distance. But yeah, certainly if you're, I would think that it's certainly within eyesight of the flag, right? So if you're, 
If you're in the seating area. What if you're blind? Yeah, well, you're, you're right. All bets are off. Maybe LeBron James has macular degeneration yeah. at his old age. He just walks in blindfolded. More tech talk next. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the EH Flooring Center chat on Double T 97.3.com. You can also weigh in through the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Uh, this on the chat line, I remember when we were proud of our country and grateful for the opportunities it afforded us, we would actually tear up when standing for the anthem. Oh, well, uh, someone else says it's called respect to AD, whether it's you or LeBron, uh, this on the chat line, uh, I'm glad to know who I've been listening to. I won't be listening any longer and I'll let the sponsors know why. Okay. Take care. Um, AD, you are a contrarian, um, this person says manufactured outrage from both sides of the aisle is so freaking tired. Yeah. It's uh, like LeBron James. I could probably say this definitively. LeBron James has stood for the national anthem and listened to it more than anybody else out there listening right now. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close. Take the, He, he has lapped every single one of us. Six times over, at least. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Do the vendors freeze mid-pour or cheese draw? Oh, and the, the camera people, right? The people that are doing the TV stuff, they don't stop moving. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Um, somebody says this. I am proud of the Texas Tech College of Agriculture. All class and winners. Uh, hate to say this, but much of the student body sucks. Uh, stars, bunch, and tortilla throwers. Average tech student even looks different now from class of 1970 here. Uh, this in the chat line. Oh, come on, AD. LeBron doesn't need you to take up for him. Good grief. Yes, he's a better American than all of us. I, I didn't say he's a better American. I mean, he's, he's paid more in taxes. He's put more kids through school. And if we're having a, an anthem contest, he's listened to it more often than all of us. But I'm not I'm not defending him. I just think it's a really um like odd thing to go to the mattresses for. Uh this in the chat line, wait, what did I miss? Dady and Gus finally admit to wanting uh to San Francisco Lubbock? <laughs> Clint, are you are you driving to Shreveport? I am. They said uh, you could use your own vehicle, or you could do a dog sled. Hmm. Uh, I didn't think it would snow in time for the dog sled, nor would I be good at that. So I chose driving. Are you Are you going solo? No, my wife's actually going. Okay. Yeah. But no one else from the company. Not with me. Uh, one Josh Popple may be riding back with me. So, you gonna make him drive? Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you trust him to drive? No, yeah, we'll see. We'll find out. I'm just kidding. I bet he's a safe driver. I've never been in a vehicle with him, but he seems like a very uh, responsible individual. So, you know, could be proven wrong. I don't know. Could be screaming in the back the whole time. Doing the classic, like, hanging on to the little thing that pulls down above the door. But I still don't understand what it's there for, but. This in the H. Flooring Center chat line from LBK Relitter 23. AD, do you need help selling your home as you're actively being run out of town? Uh, no, I'll, I'll be fine. The, the great thing about this is, like, most uh, idiotic, dumbass outrage of the day, um, this will be forgotten about in 36 to 48 hours. I don't have a theme written for that yet. But yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Bobby hot dog says LeBron, it's a church sandwich. Um, this on the chat line, it's the brown eye. I don't believe LeBron has listened to the national anthem 
more than me or any other military personnel. So I don't, I don't, uh, like, is that an everyday thing for you in the military? I'm genuinely asking. I don't yeah, know. I wouldn't know. Uh, LeBron James has played in 1,444 regular season games. Uh, he has played in 19 All-Star games. And then who knows how many playoff games. Probably some preseason. Plus stuff Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Plus high school. Plus preseason. It's a lot. Um, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line uh, from Justin. Are you being run out of town for dissing on mashed potatoes? No. The mashed potatoes, more often than not, on an average per plate basis, wasted space. Uh, we're about to run you out of town. Okay. The mashed potato crowd is a proud people, and we will not take this slander. We don't run very fast, but we will run you out of town. Breathing heavy the entire time. The mashed potato will often serves as a nice, uh, nice uh, mortar, I guess, for the, some of the ingredients. If you're if you're the if you're of the type that might, you're you're not as concerned about foods touching each other. You know that that mashed potato can you get some green beans stuck in there or whatever, and it's kind of a nice uh, nice mortar, nice grout. Yeah, it's like a solvent for other sure. foods. Man, yeah, absolutely. That doesn't make you want mashed potatoes. <laughs> but, like, do you go to restaurants and ask for mashed potatoes? If they have good ones. Well, no, wait a minute. How do you How do you know? Like, yeah. Can you tell by looking at the menu? It's like, oh, it's like saying, hey, Josh, potatoes. are you a good driver? So oh, okay, do... here's the keys to my car. <laughs> okay, like, so... Pardon me, uh, waiter, are your mashed potatoes good? Oh, wow, you said yes. What a surprise. I'll order some. No, so what I do is, one... I am a pro at scanning every single person's <laughs> plate. Can I have a spoonful yeah, of your mashed potatoes? No, you go. Please. Can I have a table at the back, please? And then that gives you optimum, like oh, all, all of the plates Stop. you want that you walk by to just scan everyone's do food. And then you sit down, and then you go, "Hey, are there skins in your mashed potatoes?" And as soon as they say yes, you say, "How are you still open?" Uh, why are you not closed down yet? And then when they say, "And, and the no, waiter's like, sir, I just work here. I mean, yeah. I don't." <laughs> What is this? Uh, what would you pair with this thing of mashed potatoes? What wine? Is this buttermilk that I'm yeah. tasting? Oh, Hawaiian salt. I'm getting notes of uh, week old bacon grease. Uh, LBK Gilder23 says the mashed potato crowd is pretty passionate. I'll just send you my card. Uh, Justin says I'll turn you into uh, giblet gravy if you keep that trash talk up. I. Uh, <laughs> I watched an episode of like the OG Iron Chef yesterday while doing some work. Okay. That's a, that's the, that's the end of the story. The end. Uh, more tech talk next. <laughs> It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double D 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments in the H Boring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Uh, somebody says this. Um, from Tyler, I wake up every day my American flag sheets, Texas underwear, and sing the national anthem and pledge of allegiance. But there ain't one thing in my life that I've ever failed at, Tyler. Uh, yeah, but do you have like a shower head that plays uh, patriotic music while the water's on? That's the real test of and your the patriotism. Shape of a bugle. Yes. Um, you know, we haven't talked much about Cal because I mean they I mean the, those two teams play in like a little bit over what 72 hours yeah and the Red Raiders are on the ground in Shreveport as we speak in the hotel all checking in and getting settled yeah the uh I had a friend of mine Went, attended Cal, you know, back in the 70s, and he texted me, by the way, our teams are playing this week, and he goes, you're going to give me some extra points, you know, because 
bunch of my team is in the portal. I was like, absolutely not. I think, I think both uh, teams have the same number. Yeah, of players exactly. That that was my point to him. I said, which is interesting because I thought, well, that's that's probably our own perception of this, right? That you're like, that you're we're, we're getting crushed by the portal, you know? Like, hey, everybody's dealing with that kind of stuff. Tech is a three point favorite uh, that has held pretty steady. Um, you know, ultimately, I think that just means that. And this is kind of boring, um, but whatever team is most excited to play, right? Most disciplined mm-hmm. and uh, plays the cleanest game will probably win. I don't know that uh, you know either team has a distinct talent advantage over the other. Um, you know, maybe Tech has a bit of a bit of an advantage because Cal's offensive coordinator is gone. Right, and so you would think that that would throw them into some sort of, um, you know, yeah, at least cause a bit of an issue. New voices, and yeah, sure. But you know, they got a good running back. They've got good players. Yep their their offense seems to be really focused, and and they've done the dance with some quarterbacks this year. Um, were their starter to go down, they would have real problems because I think they're. Number two and number three are out, but I think we're we're in, you know we're going to go into this game probably with one quarterback that we really feel good about. I think they're in the same boat. Should we just call, hey just don't touch the quarterbacks? <laughs> put some you you know, know? put those pennies on like them. Pro Bowl rules. Yeah, put those little helmet net things on. Like yeah, uh, because I I think their their quarterback who started the last few games for them is going to start this bowl game and that's when they've won and so it's not i don't want to imply that they're they're playing with some subpar deal he started the year on down the depth chart and uh and so it appear that he is not only a source of excitement but their quarterback of future i guess at least with the immediate future but um yeah but the, then they've had a couple of their quarterbacks enter the portal and so they yeah and I don't, I don't know that they have any just like terrible losses, right? I mean, they they've lost to uh, Washington playoff team. Mm-hmm. They lost to Oregon, would have been a playoff team if they had won a couple of weekends ago. They lost by one to USC, which you know, significantly more talented than Cal across the board. They lost at Utah. They lost to an Oregon State team that was ranked then and is still ranked, and they lost by four at home to Auburn, like. That's a pretty defensible schedule. It is for for Cal. Look like they beat who they were supposed to beat, and maybe lost to who you would have thought they would lose to. Um, ESPN's football power index uh, gives Texas Tech a fifty nine point two chance to win this game. Okay, like that. I uh, I would take that. Mm-hmm. No Miles Cole. No touchies. Tech is known for about a week that okay. he was not going to probably in the bowl practices because sure. you wouldn't you wouldn't have been participating there. But I, I would imagine that this, uh, you know, we talked about that yesterday. This will be a this will be a game. It's going to be a really interesting game to watch with regard to this is a lot of what's going to twenty twenty four is going to look like. Maybe minus some interior offensive linemen or a tackle. I mean, we'll we'll see about that. But. Uh, um, you know that the, the, a lot of those defensive names are going to be dudes that'll be back next year, and uh, you know a lot, we'll probably see a lot of due to banks and a data ray and that group, and you know that's that's exciting. Due to banks might have been the thing that won you the what the UCF game right the, with the blocked extra point, yeah, right, and the. QB sack that set up the interception right there at the end of the game. Give me some more due to banks. I'll take it. You know, you know what I wonder? Hold on. Uh, so I, I, I guess this wouldn't, this wouldn't apply. Um, because he didn't transfer a second time, but like, I mean, you play on Saturday, A.J. McCarty. I mean, 
Now he's having to sit out, I think, because his transfer came through outside of the specified window or whatever. But um, I just wonder if there are football applications, maybe not for this bowl game for Texas Tech, but if there are some transfers sitting out. Because, I mean, most bowl games will be played between Saturday and when sure. the next hearing is for that, uh, yeah, that's a good that point. temporary restraining order. Yeah, that's a, uh, that'd be really interesting, especially if you had a – a, a tremendous need with regard to, you know, one or either a tremendous talent gap or just one player. Like, we don't, hey, we've lost our depth because somebody go in the portal. Hey, there's a loophole. Um, hey, get a helmet. Make sure you're in Shreveport. <laughs> you know, like, get well, on the plane. Yeah. You know, of course, he might have been traveling and doing all the things anyway. But <laughs> kind of interesting. We'll have the Dallas Cowboys hour coming up at 7 o'clock on Double T 97.3. Uh, we'll have a High School Fan Zone at 6 on 100.7 The Score featuring coaches from Friendship, Cooper, and Liberty. Uh, and then tomorrow we'll have Thursday night football chargers at the Raiders. Uh, for your trip to Shreveport, how much will you make the wife drive? Uh, probably none of it. Is she a terrible driver? No, she's. I just really like driving, and it's going to be late. So, so you didn't see this on the radio because it's a radio program, and plus he's behind the camera, anyways. But he said that she was a good driver, but he was shaking his head yes to my question if she was a terrible driver. So he he was, with my like the white of my eyes. Yeah, showing. yeah, white. Yeah, like, like, oh my god. Yeah. No, she's a, she's a very good driver. Why were you winking? Like you keep on saying that and then giving off <laughs> visual cues. That Elbow she's, nudges too. Yeah. <laughs> How long of a drive is that? Oh, that's seven and a half hours. It's really not bad. Come on. No, that's what uh, roughly around is there. It like with you peeing out the window or what is that? Like no stops. That's no averaging one hundred and twenty-five exactly. miles per hour. No stops. I was going to push that to way closer to. Eight and a half, nine hours. Really? But that's, you know, I don't know. Clint, maybe pedal to the metal. Be careful out there, people. Hand me the pee jug. So, Grab the uh, wheel for a second. <laughs> Google Maps says seven hours, 54 minutes. Clint's is calibrated to his uh, lead-footed behavior, apparently. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.